Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor, fightfulwrestling.com, fightful.com. Lots of stuff over there. We covered UFC 236 this weekend. We're going to bring you the Fightful MMA podcast Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern to get Showdown Joe and James Lynch's thoughts as well. But uh, that was a fantastic night of fights. Go over, check out my review. There's plenty to talk about on that front and plenty to talk about on the wrestling front. I had a lot of exclusives this weekend from uh, Joey Janela's contract status to uh, a lot of different other stuff. Just keep it locked to FightfulWrestling.com. Jason, or Jason Kincaid had... Uh, a couple of features drop. If you all aren't uh, familiar with him, you probably should. I also spoke with uh, PCO, with Joey Ryan, had some exclusives over there as well. But it's Superstar Shakeup time. Alex had some movement tonight. Yeah, we had some movement, uh, starting with a giant bowel movement. Damn. Yeah. Damn, yeah. bro. Yeah. I'm 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 going there. It was poop. There's a lot a lot of poop. That but was that's pretty extreme. It was just by the right at the beginning some poop. It got better. Maybe, maybe like the poop didn't smell too bad, but it was for a while there. That's all I could smell was that poop. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I can't even segue out of that. And that's my game, man. That's what I do. Yeah, people people pay us good money for me to do that. <laughs> Sorry, and I can't even do it. So, yikes! Let's talk about Raw. Reminder, guys, follow me at Sean Ross App. Follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Follow us at Fightful at Fightful Wrestle. Uh, leave us a thumbs up on this video. That helps new people d- uh, discover us. If you leave a nice iTunes review, that helps a lot too. Most of our viewers are on YouTube. So uh, getting love on iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff is very beneficial to us. Also, click the bell if you want notifications. And if you submit uh, any donation on the Super Chat, we will answer your question on this show. Alex, dare I say that a lot of our Superstar shakeup predictions ended up being right? Yeah, I think a lot of them were kind of, uh, you know... um... I wouldn't say obvious, but like... As they say around my parts, common sense will tell you. (laughs) There you go. Common sense will tell you that, uh, you know, that if if so-and-so gets moved from from A to B, then the counterpart to that that person must be moved from B to A. And we'll see if that comes true entirely tomorrow. I, I have a feeling that there are quite... There are at least a few people that we saw in action... Uh, tonight on Raw, who we will see move to a permanent home tomorrow night. Um, but uh, you know, there were there were there were we were we were on the ball. I think with a lot of our uh, predictions, I do too. Uh, let, let's go ahead and get started. Stephanie McMahon comes out. Shane McMahon then follows. Tries to have Mike Rome reintroduce him in French, but he doesn't speak French. But Shane does, Alex, at least a little bit. To the point to where Renee Young goes, not bad. 
That <laughs> was surprising. Not, not bad. Yeah. And uh, I think we should ask, uh, uh, we should have our Canadian correspondent, uh, Warren Hayes, uh, since he would, you know, because, you know, they're bilingual up there and he can tell us whether or not it was actually all that great. Yeah. Uh, the McMahons put over the shakeup and <laughs> the fact that anyone can change brands, that teams can be broken up. Shane shows a picture of Mrs. Potato Face Dad, which brings out the Miz, who beats the brakes off of Shane McMahon. So the Miz. Changing nights again. Did this surprise you? Uh, really, I mean, we can talk about the beatdown. Shane got his licks in, so to speak. But Miz came back, ran him off of the chair, and sent Shane packing for the rest of the night. Now, I, like a few others, kind of figured the Miz would end up staying put due to the fact that Miz and Mrs. is on Tuesday, and that's a lead-in. Yeah. But, hey, if, if you're Bo Dallas and... Curtis Axel, you got to be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> We're at least getting a segment out of this. Yeah, at least a segment. At least one segment. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting to see, like, you know, uh, if, if Miz needs a, a Miz Tourage now that he's uh, a white meat baby face fighting for the cause of righteousness. Um, but again, because they said this so often throughout the night, I mean, we can assume that Miz is on. Rob, maybe he just showed up to to get a pop and you know activate the speculation. They they kept like, oh, does does this mean, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and not not a specific this means, you know what I mean? Uh, so I I assume he's on on Raw, but they kept flirting with that like you know, oh, we could see these guys on SmackDown tomorrow. So I'm not sure. Uh, if he's on Raw, cool. I agree. I feel like the the lead in from SmackDown starring The Miz right into Miz and Mrs. makes more sense. And uh, I would think the executives at USA would feel that way. So maybe there's a phone call that happens tonight that gets them back on, on Tuesday by tomorrow. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, that would be speculation on our part, but it Entirely. is not speculation on Warren's part. We See, we have to say that because now people are taking things that we say <laughs> and making full articles out of me saying, oh, yeah, I could see ba- Bailey testing her luck in the free agent market. <laughs> uh, Warren says his French was awful. It took me three times to understand it. <laughs> uh, Wildboy87 says, I'm confused where SmackDown will land. Fox Sports, your local affiliate, Fox Station. Uh <laughs> I always poke fun at him. He, he let me know he didn't have the internet until eight, ten months ago. Yeah, yeah. He has had it for ten months. Uh, it will land on your Fox affiliate at least to start, unless ratings get bad. Yeah. However, they will have a WWE recap show on Tuesdays on Fox Sports as well. So there will be wrestling on Tuesdays to some degree. Uh, thank you so much for your super chat. Justin LaRose says, what the hell was WWE thinking by changing the name of the Warriors? Now, I appreciate that super chat, Justin, and I appreciate you, but you better believe we were going to answer this one anyway. <laughs> yeah. Thanks thanks for the donation. We were gonna, we probably would have gotten to that anyway, but thank you. Uh, yeah. Wow. As, as sirens going outside my house because a crime was committed. Yeah, it's an emergency. The War Raiders, formerly known as War Machine, yep. are now the Viking Experience. Now, let me let me give you all a bit of history. They were never going to be called War Machine on this main roster for a number oh. of reasons. One, there is a man in prison for yep. trying to murder a woman who went by War Machine. Also, Marvel. War sure. Raiders, a, a lot of people say, well, y- do you want war in the name? And I'm like, I would have rather called them the underwear with dick holes in them Raiders than the Viking experience. This sounds like a water ride mm-hmm. at Kings Island. Yep. What? Huh? And their names are Ivar and Eric. So let yes. me get this straight. Yep. Eric is Roe. Yes. But Rowan on SmackDown is not Eric. No. So we have Eric parentheses Roe. Well, he's no and, longer Rowan. And I know, but parentheses, yes. Eric Rowan. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. So first, they they come out after we're, we're confirmed, uh, apparently, maybe, they, they keep speculating about it, 
that the one thing we wanted more than anything out of the superstar shakeup, out of the old soup shake, was Ricochet on one brand and Aleister Black on another. First thing they did was like, hey, these guys are still a team. And everyone's like, ah, but no, though. Could we not? Um, and they're teaming because they're best friends with the, the tag champs, with, with the, the major brothers. Cool. Revival come out, and Revival have new friends. And the new friends are the Viking Experience. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. When I saw the name on the screen of the Viking Experience, I thought, is it April Fool's? Like, it, my, my, like, it had to have been a joke. It had to have been a joke. There's, I can't imagine how, like, here's the thing. This is, this is how, this is how dictatorships work. When somebody has entire power and they come up with stupid ideas and all the yes men around them don't have the guts to, to actually stand up and say, hey, that's a stupid idea. Like, that's a dictatorship. Like, if Vince says, hey, the Viking experience sounds like a great name. Nobody says you could call them any number of other things and no one will get it trending on Twitter about how well, terrible the name is. Well, we had a head writer step down and another writer yeah. immediately walk to Gorilla, shake Vince's hand and say, I hope you learned something tonight and then quit his job. He's wow. Um, Whoa. If that's not a pretty good indication of the boneheadedness and stubbornness that sometimes goes on in that space. Well, I don't know what is. The War Raiders are the Viking experience. That is such a bad name, man. It's a, ter- it's a, it's a terrible name. It sounds like... The- you, you know what's worse than the name? What? People who pretend, like, complaining about the name is not right or okay. You get those bootlickers who say, right. oh, who cares about the name? The name's stupid the name's stupid dumb name they're gonna be fine because they're great the name is stupid and that's the problem that i have with is what i said it's indicative of the fact that one person is in charge he has shit ideas and no one is around to tell to talk him off of those points like here we we decided let's come up with a bunch of uh a bunch of other names they could have gone with that would have been better than the viking experience I know that you sent me a thing I, I come up with, and um, you, you could call uh, Roe and Hanson, excuse me, uh, Eric and Ivar. You could call them Baldy and the Hairy Guy. Uh, you can call them the Dragon Boat Dudes, uh, Fjord Lords. Uh, that's, oh, wow. that's, up, that's Norway. Uh, I... For Vikings, you'd call them the Fran Tarkenton Experience. That's better. Uh, Nordic Track Attack. <laughs> The pillage people, the Scandinavian scourge. The, the pillage people was fantastic That's and good. at least uh, funny. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I'm WWE, I move Sarah Logan with them and I uh, move Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan over to SmackDown, probably. Sure. Or sure. just quietly remove Liv Morgan or remove Sarah Logan from this thing. Um, for some reason, we have a super chat where someone says, babies, where do they come from? Discuss. This is the proper place for this question, right? I sure hope so, but my kid keeps bugging me about it. I think your kid may have actually named this tag team. It's possible. So while I can't answer uh, that question or won't because why? Right. And another super chat, why? Just why? PlayStation YouTube premium subs get a free $2. And I thank so many of you for <laughs> using that $2 yeah. on Fightful. <laughs> In addition, we have um, Shamik says, I get you want to debut all your new talent, but I don't uh, like beating champions on TV unless it leads to something uh, common theme tonight. Yes, that's how this started out. The Viking Experience and the Revival defeated Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, Alistair Black, and Ricochet. And it was Kurt Hawkins who was winning. I thought that was the new gimmick, is that he was winning all the time now. It apparently is not. He's losing again, and he lost to these guys. And that's okay. Well, yes. I mean, here's... Okay, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about To a degree. (laughs) We'll talk more about this, but it appears to me the booking would suggest from tonight... That as as I said from the from the beginning, that you know the major brothers, the Jobber brothers, Zach and Kurt, uh, these guys are transitional champs. They are there to put the belts on somebody else, uh, and that team will probably have some kind of 
a meaningful run. Uh, we, we speculated about who that team might be. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody asked me this question. Are the War Raiders still the tag champs of the next team? I mean, they want, they kept the, they Yeah, they, they said that they were. So, so now they, you gotta have, they just taped a whole bunch of episodes. Yeah, they can, they can show. I mean, that means that they'll have to show up for one more Wednesday and a takeover. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But what I'm saying is now you gotta have the, the announce team go in and re-record all the, all their audio to talk to call them the Viking experience because they were the War Raiders up until probably three and a half hours ago. So um, the the thing with this is that we're we're assuming that that these guys are the are the team that are, that the major butters are going to transition the belts to, and so I'm fine with them picking up the victory. Um, and then we'll see. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a new team that just came to Raw. With whom the the War Raiders or the Viking experience can have some dream matches against. That'll be fun, no matter what they're called. Fortunately, the War Raiders only face the Street Profits, so it's just one match that they okay. have to to redub. But uh, they really hammered home that new name, Alex. <laughs> they, they really did. Some somebody really likes it. They were talking about how they eat raw meat because you know everyone knows that about the Vikings. The Vikings didn't cook meat. Why would they Man. cook meat? Uh, probably because the life expectancy expectancy was like 32. <laughs> oh! Yeah. oh! Well, this match was uh, pretty good. It was fun. Ricochet and Aleister Black, uh, dare I say, are more impressive in eight-man tags than tag team matches. I, I don't yeah, know why, yeah. but, there, but there was an uh, ugly-ass spot on the outside where Ricochet yeah. and Scott Dawson Ooh. were not on the same page. It was supposed to not be... Not at all. A run-up moonsault, and it looked more like a like a rolling German suplex. And you can <laughs> see Ricochet checking on Dawson, just not good all around. Uh, Viking experience do their assisted slam. Revival do an assisted leg drop, and Zack Ryder got the pop of the match. <laughs> yeah, he tagged in, and Montreal loved him. Did a second rope Rough Rider, and the fallout ends up beating Kurt Hawkins. A fine debut. You, these guys are always going to win. The new the new debut is almost always going to win, I guess. It's, it seems to be the way that it goes. But started a trend tonight, champions keep losing. Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of the, I was saying this uh, to, to Warren on Twitter. Uh, tag champs only exist to get pinned in non-title matches in order to build the next tag champs. Then you repeat. You know what I love? I love it when champions and challengers don't touch. Yeah, that way, when you build up to that, it it makes it very, very special. Yeah, so and so has pinned the blank champion. Like I feel like if (laughs) Michael Cole has said that exact line more often than any other line in in Raw history. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, Now I'm okay if like these people face each other on live events or sure. six man tags in live events, but Hey, keep them, keep them apart. Leave some, some uh, vagueness to, to that other call-ups Cedric Alexander coming to raw with the success of Mustafa Ali. This is a good sign. Yes. Nothing more he could do on two Oh five live. No, this is good. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering what their, what, what their plans might be for him. Uh, he he was he was great on two hundred five live. Anchored that place uh, after Enzo uh, Enzo left. Uh, he was for for a, for a long time from from Mania of last year until October. He was the champ, uh, undefeated during all of twenty eighteen until he lost the belt to Murphy. Uh, he's he's really good. Um, I feel like he's he's got a, a lot of great matches. And I, I'm I'm really excited to see him wrestle bigger bigger guys. Because he was, he's been on two hundred five live his entire time on the on the on the roster. I'm really excited to see what he does against dudes that are bigger than him. Did you say something about bigger? I, I did. Did you say an anchor? I did. I said, yeah. I said he was an anchor of uh, two hundred five live. Yep. You know where you can get an anchor, right, Alex? Uh, on a boat. You know where else you can get an anchor, right, Alex? Uh, uh, boats are the only place I know where anchors. You are. can also get it 
over at the infamous Jason's new YouTube channel. The infamous Jason of the Fightful Books It show on Fightful Select has launched his own YouTube channel. The Ace Podcast Nation features interviews, podcasts, and content on a variety of subjects, including mental health, films, TV, soccer, wrestling, music, and more. You'll find a show with uh, British actor Johnny Owen, a podcast on depression and mental health with former NBC soccer journalist Phil Brown, as well as plenty of other content with shows for everyone to come over the next few weeks. Like, share, and subscribe. The Twitter handle is at AceCast underscore Nation. If you all like the Fightful Books It shows that myself and the infamous Jason, Simon Willis, uh, do over there, you will love this. Uh, He was able to... Uh, get a plug by becoming a Fightful Select. I think it's a champion level tier subscriber, which gets you uh, one plug a month. So, hey, I get to plug his great channel and Fightful Select. Go over there. We have dozens of podcasts, a lot of breaking news. I do news updates uh, a couple times a day. Usually I throw uh, a few short items in each Morning early in the week, we have early access items. We have 205 Live NXT UK reviews. I do a Q&A show every other week. Jimmy does them quarterly. We have uh, neat things like alternate commentary uh, on dark matches. We have a lot of neat stuff over there. Uh, Our subscriber base has just blown up over the last couple of months, and I want to thank you guys for uh, investing in Fightful. Doing what we do is not cheap, and supporting us uh, via... Fightful Select is the most direct way to do that. And it's just going to keep growing. We're just going to keep giving you more and more for your money. So uh, thank you to our subscribers and thank you to the Ace Nation podcast. Up next, Eric Young. He's on Raw, Alex. I mean, not on Raw, but he is mentioned on Raw, which is completely in character for him. He's on main event is where he is. Um, yeah, because that makes sense. Because the guy who started Sanity and has been the leader of, of that team for the entirety of it, we're going to move him to Raw. I'm assuming he's going to keep the same basic gimmick. Maybe maybe Killian and, and Alexander Wolf are going to get a new one, or maybe they're going to keep theirs. I don't know. None, none of this makes sense, but it's fine. It's Superstar Shakeup. They weren't on TV anyway more big creepy bray promos yeah they did the same uh vulture muppet in the box uh and then they did a new one with a haunted dollhouse and uh, a bunny riding uh, a hobby horse and the hobby horse's little rocking horse legs are going up and down on the throat of a stuffed bear and then there's a whole bunch of more uh creepy stuffed animals and then there's a ventriloquist doll it looks kind of like sister abigail sitting in a rocking chair and then it laughs um I don't know what this is. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. How, again, this this is the work of somebody who doesn't have anybody to tell him no. Like this never should have made it out of committee in the writers' room. Somebody was like, "Hey, what if we made him a ventriloquist?" And Vince is like, "Yes, make him a creepy ventriloquist." And they're like, "Oh, okay." And that's happened. That's happened now. That's what we're doing. That is but, what happened. Also, what happened. Finn Balor comes out to the ring. He's greeted by Andrade with Zelina. This is this is good. Andrade, he had a lot more he could do on SmackDown, but he wasn't going to do it on SmackDown. No, he wasn't. They 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 weren't they weren't giving him those opportunities. Um, I, I was really excited because somehow I got it in my head that the match that he had with Finn was for the title, uh, but it wasn't. Um, uh, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down with him being one at this point in the card for now. He's absolutely the, the, the main heel foil for the Intercontinental Championship. He's perfect for that. He's going to, he's going to do great as long as they give him time to work in his matches, which is exactly where it's, he needs to be on, uh, on Raw. Now, part of me hopes that they, man, after I wanted the Intercontinental and U.S. title to switch, I'm like, man, I've seen Andrade go after the U.S. title so much. I'd just rather him go after yeah. the Intercontinental title. And he just beat Balor. Uh, Andrade yep. talks trash in pa- Spanish. Zelina cut a pretty pointless promo yeah. about English being a second language. 
I, I, I never like the, um, in case none of you know us, like, yeah. are there people there who, uh, I guess there are. I mean, the, the ratings would, would show it to you. I mean, the people who watch only Raw and don't watch SmackDown. Or uh, pay-per-view, or, or kickoff show, yeah, or yeah. any digital content, right, right. or anything. Yeah. Weird. Well, allow us to introduce ourselves. Okay. Fine. Well, Andrade got introduced to a big dropkick by Balor. He used Zelina as a shield during the break and scored a really nice flip kick and, and the double moonsault before Balor got his feet up, or his knees up, rather. Uh, one thing I was very happy, Balor did not fall for the banana in the tailpipe, a.k.a. <laughs> the Del Rio stomp. Yep. No, it's good. That made me very happy. Uh, almost got his back elbow, and there was a great exchange out of the hammerlock DDT attempt. I saw some Dorcas on Twitter saying, there were so many botches of this. And I was like, huh? Maybe I missed them, but if there were, I certainly didn't notice them to the point that it took away from the match because I really liked this match. And uh, Atope Conhilo hit for Balor, but Zelina hit him with a Hurricane Rana and a Hammerlock DDT wins it for Andrade. I thought it was the right opponent for Andrade, but I don't necessarily like the champions losing nonstop. No, I don't like that either. Um, but I, I that's why I, I, when when he first pinned him, I was like, "That's amazing!" Andrade's first night on Raw, and he's the new IC champ. That's that's excellent. And I was like, "No, it's a non-title match." And I was like, "Oh, I don't like this at all. I don't like that he beat Finn for for not the title on his first night on Raw. That doesn't that doesn't make sense to me." Um, I guess it means that they're going to feud, which is good. Um, but I thought there were plenty of opportunities uh, for Finn. For uh, to to win by disqualification or whatever, and get the visual win to 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 Andrade without actually having him get the, get the pinfall. Uh, I, when when they were talking about botches, I don't know if it was botches. It felt r- more real. There were a lot of kind of sloppy ish counters. Like, hey, I've heard this guy does this move, so I should be aware <laughs> of it. But they've never actually wrestled each other before. It kind of felt like. They they had the guys scouted, but were a, were like a, a hair behind where they would be if they had actually experienced that move before. Which actually kind of <laughs> there, there was enough good. experience for this night. Oh my! We God, didn't no, need no. another experience. We're yeah, we're good no, to go. We don't know no more experience. Andrade on Raw, I like it. Yep. Elias is out. He counters Undertaker chance by saying he'll be ready for him next time. He gets big chance of his own. But it's interrupted by the latest legend, Rey Mysterio. Now, Rey did botch a Hurricane Rana, but I got to say that springboard uh, body scissors ended up working out all right. Fine. I was doing a retro review, a little sneak peek. We're recording one for Armageddon 08, I believe it is. Uh, Zachary Schimmel, another champion level uh, tier subscriber, recommended it. And uh, it was amazing to see Rey Mysterio a decade ago a shell of his future self? Yeah, I know. Weird. That, uh, he was a shell of his future and former self. Uh, either way, Lars Sullivan comes out. Ray puts up a fight but gets laid out. Yep. Lars finishes with a running powerbomb. I love that. Sure. Love him doing that. Uh, Lars against Ray would be a fantastic first feud and opponent if they go that route. Yep. But considering that Michael Cole... Corey Graves and Renee Young know nothing on this show. Yep. I don't know if Lars Sullivan is on this show. Right. And I don't know if Alistair Black or Ricochet are on this show. Right. Yeah. No, I I'm would not be surprised to see Lars end up on SmackDown to see uh either Ricochet or Black uh end up. I mean, I'm assuming Black stays on Raw if Zelina's on Raw, but you never know. Um they, uh, they've been better about that lately. They have they have been, but I don't I don't think they're batting a thousand. So we'll we'll see how that works, but um the the if I mean so this is something that came across my Twitter feed was that they were ta- calling the t- the the trios team from last SmackDown of Ali and Alistair and Ricochet the light the 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 night and the flight or whatever and I was thinking to myself oh that's too good don't let Vince get a hold of that or that's all Michael Cole will be saying for three hours on Raw. So I'm not sure if any of those guys are going to wind up together, but I'm assuming uh, if they do, they're going to be put into a tag team. 
Xantheus sent a super chat and says, what's the latest you have on the Sasha Banks drama? Uh, pretty much exactly what I've said. She's been on vacation. It would appear that she is was not at Raw tonight, at least based on Mike Johnson's reporting, who uh, I, I'm inclined to believe in that regard. It was noted by Andrew tonight that she has followed a law firm, which does represent Roman Reigns and Titus O'Neil, but there's really no context or insight that I can add to that. She won it out last weekend, and I posted my report. I, I, man, I Alex, I think I told you about it before the SmackDown show, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I believe I also told you, oh, I really don't want to put that news out there first. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. want to be. I don't want to be the person to incur yeah. that wrath. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people feel a lot of different ways, and a lot of people say, "Oh, well, she was given this. She was given that." No. If you don't have creative satisfaction, no. Yeah, this is the thing. This thing for me is I've always been of the thing. Like, if if you don't feel like, I mean, we 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 like to crap on this and say it's you know just a bunch of people you know play acting, fighting or whatever. But this is if this is your chosen vocation. If this is these are you're out there and you're risking your body to do this kind of stuff. If you don't feel like you're actually being uh, fulfilled in, in that way, then you have every right to say, I'm out. In this particular case, it really felt like they were building these tag belts to be Bailey's and Sasha's way of actually being elevated in some way, since they were always constantly kept out of the very top tier of the women's division. You give this to, to Sasha and Bailey, um, it it's it becomes the reason why you kept them together after Bailey turns on Sasha and it was an amazing turn that they had. And they said, no, now you got to go to counseling, like, which didn't make any sense. But now it makes sense if you give them these tag belts and they go to NXT and they say, we're going to be back to defend these belts in NXT. And then apparently on a whim from what I've read, like, oh, no, no, we're, we're going to give them to, to Billy and Peyton. I like Billy and Peyton. And they've, they've suffered for a long time to get those belts too. But it's not what what Bailey and Sasha were sold, and if that if that makes her say, you know what, that's it, Strawbrook Camel's back, I'm out. I can't say that I fault her for that. I agree. I agree. Uh, let's go ahead and, and talk about that segment. Naomi is on Raw now. Um, Bailey was backstage talking to the Iconics and I loved that segment. It was a WWE exclusive where (laughs) Bailey couldn't get a hold of Sasha. Corey Graves on commentary says that Sasha lost her ball and quit the game, which is not the phrase. Nope. In fact, nope. And you would figure anybody who watched WWE raw in 2002 would know that phrase because it was all over the show. Yes. But Naomi is on raw. Now I get it because Naomi's husband is... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Also on Raw. Yep. But if Sasha ends up leaving, I can't think of a better fit for Bailey as a tag team than Carmella, actually, because we know 
Yes. They're best friends. They're no. legitimately friends. It it makes perfect sense to me. Uh, uh, as again, I interacted with with uh, with Warren on Twitter about this. He was. Why are you all talking so much? We we hey, listen. We we like to bounce ideas off each other, trying to uh, one up you in that area. Uh, we we need two heads are better than one. Anyway, uh, we were we were talking about this, and he was saying, "So wait, are are, are Bailey and, and Naomi a tag team now?" And I said, "I don't know. They pinned the tag champs." which it seems to be like, oh, they're going to be next in line to get a shot. Um, and, you know, to be honest, if Sasha's not coming back, what, in Vince's mind, Naomi's just as good as Sasha. That's fine. We'll just we'll just run this exact angle with Naomi instead of Sasha with Bailey, and that's fine. I'm going to wash my hands of it. I think he's trying to, like, he's calling her bluff, saying, you are, you are replaceable. I will just put... This other person in your spot. I think he's in for rude awakening there. I know. Um, Naomi countered the assisted face buster and tosses Peyton into a Bailey to belly. Wins with the split legged moonsault. A damn looking, good looking split legged moonsault. Uh, Another set of champions lose on the shakeup. (laughs) That's how you establish someone. But Naomi on on Raw, any thoughts? She was another one of those got to move them over type of things. Yes, uh, it's a weird deal. I feel like you got to figure out ways of creating tag teams. Nia's gone for a while. She's hurt. She's got. She's getting double knee surgery, as far as I know. So, so you have to have you. You have to create these new tag teams. Um, so you have an actual tag division because you have these tag belts now. So Andrew, uh, Andrew Thompson said that <laughs> that Vince McMahon Aunt Vived Sasha and Naomi. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> My God, uh, he may have tried to he do may, just that. He yeah. just might not know the difference given uh, his prior history. Yeah, well, hey. yeah. Gable and Jordan are out to talk trash and invite everyone out to make an impression. The Usos answer, but not before they were spoiled by WWE production, which has been a ploy in the past. So who who knows yeah. how how that was meant to be? Uh, the Usos cutting promos on Raw that'll work. Yeah, they certainly have, will have. Uh, the more time to fill. Listen, it took seven minutes of of Shane McMahon berating Mike Rome before they ever finally got around to the Miz coming out and attacking Shane McMahon. You, if you're gonna fill some of those seven minutes instead with with USO promos, I'm totally fine with that. There's a they they, they continually find terrible things to fill time with on Raw. Now that are actually getting some guys over on 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 Raw. Who can talk a little bit more? I'm better. I'm, I'm much better watch that. This was a match where I thought the Usos played the hits, but Gable and Rude were going above and beyond. Mm-hmm. It looked like the Gable and Rude were like, "Hey, we want to remain relevant." Yeah. As things stand right now, Usos, Gable and Rude, uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black, Hawkins and Ryder, Revival, and the Viking Experience. That's a good tag division. Now, it's very likely one or multiple of these teams are going to move over, but we know the Viking experience and the Usos and Hawkins and Ryder will be on Raw because Raw tag champions and the two new debuting teams. Dare I say that's better than what they had probably three, four months ago. Two or or three teams, and you're probably getting a returning AOP soon, too. Yeah, yeah. Returning AOP is interesting to me uh, to see where they they slot them in. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm fine with, listen, it was a cute story. When they lose the belts, I don't need to see the Major Brothers hanging around. You've you've spent years proving to me that they don't belong. You can't be like, oh, whoops, now they belong. Like, it doesn't work that way. you got to figure out ways of, of building to that. And they decided not to. They decided to have them, like, challenge the revival in a backstage video that never made it on TV. So I'm sorry, I'm not sold. Uh, but uh, Viking Experience and the Usos could just could just beat each other up for a couple of months. I can just watch that, you know? Uh, yeah. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming and, frankly, expecting to see the revival go over to uh, SmackDown tomorrow. I hope not. Because yeah, I want to see him against the Usos. I want to see him against the Usos. That's what I've, I've been hoping for. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know what? That we don't, we don't get what we want with these things. I, I can't remember who it was specifically that we were like last year, last time there was a, a soup shake. We were like, man, I can't wait for this guy to come over here so he can feel. And then this switch. Oh, 
You know what I was realizing is that we were like, yeah, Baron Corbin probably needs to move to SmackDown. Like last year, we were like, Baron Corbin probably needs to move to Raw. Uh, <laughs> maybe it just ain't gonna work for him. <laughs> I, I listen. You know who? You know who I need to see on SmackDown in an, in an actual prominent role after watching the Worlds Collide from last from uh, from last night. Luke Harper. That guy was great. In his mom in his in his, in his uh, in match with Dejakovic, and they had him win. So like. With against a major up and comer in NXT, so you can't tell me they don't have some thoughts. No way Vince has any way. clue what happened there. Well, that's true. <laughs> no way he has a goddamn. <laughs> that, that's clue. true. He he does not know that occurred. Uh, the German suplex was good from Rudin Gable. Really liked it. The rope hung armbar, super kicks all around, and then the USO splash wins it. Solid match. USOs are going to be really good on Raw. They will. Like I think that Roman Reigns needs to go to SmackDown, but. <laughs> I would really like to see Roman Reigns with these fellas. I really yeah. would. Yeah, I don't know how that's – I don't know what – see, I, the reason that I really need to see Roman on, on on SmackDown is because I don't want them to force a thing between him and Seth because they could – there's a story to be told there, but I don't sure. think they're going to tell it well. So I think that keeping them apart is probably best for, for what they need to do. I do too, or else they'll drag it out and it'll not be yeah. great. Sami Zayn is brought out to an all-time fantastic ovation from the yeah. crowd, and they keep they just keep running back his entrance theme. Yeah. I don't know if that was planned, but it was a good call. Yeah, that was yeah. just phenomenal. I, I, I thought that was great. The, he kept doing. He kept go, running back the the his music again and again. I thought he was. I thought what he was trying to do was doing it over and over and over again until they got tired of of going along with it <laughs> and eventually started resenting him for calling his music up again. It was gonna, like, it's going to be a while. If, well, that was the thing. It wasn't working. But but I was like, that would have been an all-time great heel move. Like, oh, you love you love cheering with me, singing my song? Let's see if you like singing it 10 straight times. Like, like just that's the, the guy who catches his, his kid smoking cigarettes and makes him smoke the whole pack. That's basically what he was trying to do. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, he gets Olay chance going before he eventually trolls the crowd in a similar fashion. Yeah. He tells Alexa Bliss, even though he was born there, he's not, uh, those aren't his people. In fact, he moved to sunny Orlando, Florida. Yeah, that was fine. Alexa Bliss baby faced the crowd here. Sammy Zane gets kind of annoyed and dips out. Yeah. This was, this was good. Do you think Alexa Bliss is going the baby face route? I don't know, man. I, this is it's a weird thing. Listen, they had they had her just bury Bailey last week in that match. It looked and and then and now it's like oh no, but I'm I'm nice now. So I'm playing I'm playing babyface to the crowd. I don't know what they're doing with her. This it'll be the first time that she's played babyface on the main roster. I mean, yeah. and, and and the first time in a long time. Like she was heel for most of the time in NXT too. Last time we saw her as babyface, she was blowing glitter at people. I mean, let me tell you guys, I was there in her hometown when she was a baby face and it wasn't working. No, it's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it does. The irony is I hear from everybody. She's like, oh legit. yeah. I mean, I interviewed her for the love of God and she was yeah. nothing but sweet. Like yeah. she, it, that the character couldn't be more unlike what I hear about right. her. So right. Also, I forgot to mention, I love that Graves brought up during Jimmy Uso's match. This is before Naomi showed up. So he was like, maybe being split from his wife could affect him mentally. But apparently Jimmy Uso knew better than Corey Grave. Because... Yes. Well, a lot of people knew better than EC3. He won in competition. He got an entrance. But he faced Braun Strowman. Didn't didn't face Braun Strowman, actually. Not, not really, no. He got Muhammad Hassan by Braun Strowman. He did. And by that, I mean he got chokeslammed through a stage. EC3's facial reaction was great. Strowman mowed him down and beat the living shit out of him. EC3 gets thrown into the LED boards and Strowman choke slams him through the stage. Now, I don't think this will lead anywhere. This is my personal opinion. No, I, I expect Braun to show up on SmackDown tomorrow and, and pick up where he left off with Samoa Joe. And that, that's that that's I mean that. You started. Samoa Joe was sick, very, very sick right now. He was there today and was okay, very well, ill. Maybe, maybe then it won't pick up tomorrow. But I, I, it seemed like that was a perfect uh, United States title feud. These two big horses 
who, uh, you know, one guy's got a, a, an uncounterable chokehold, the other guy's a, a, a moving, you know, a, a sprinting skyscraper. Uh, I, I think that that would be fun. With the EC3 thing, I mean, they had Drake Maverick. They had old Rockstar Spud with EC3 at, uh, in the in the uh, dark match last week, but that's not happening on TV apparently. Um, EC3. Somebody theorized this that that he was brought up, and then Vince asked somebody, "EC3, what does that stand for?" And they told me it was like, "Oh no, we're not doing we're not doing this." <laughs> no, I mean, like no. why they why they signed the guy? I mean, I know why they signed him. Because he's very talented, he's very charismatic, he's a fantastic promo. He's good in the ring, despite what a lot of people like for some reason think. Uh, he's very good. Yes, and this, like, he is. If this were two thousand five, yeah, he's getting main event push right oh, out the gate. Gosh, yeah. I mean, look, look at him. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get any of this. I don't understand how they're being, how they're using him at all. Listen. <laughs> The, 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 they 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 had him come out uh and then uh out of the, out of the commercial it was it was the vulture muppet promo and i was like i honestly thought maybe he was going to job to the puppet because because <laughs> who knows with ec3 anytime soon sure you know? if you know what if they attack braun and it's him with the revival or him and rude and gable i'd be all for it oh. all for it man just go ahead and reinvent yourself that way but i am not confident that's going to happen it is criminal the way that EC3 is being wasted, and I have been patient. Anytime with that. they decide to flip the switch and say, because you, this is a, a really easy story to go with, I'm sick and tired of being treated the way I have been treated. I'm in the top 1%. I bought these guys around me who are all now my henchmen, and they're going to make sure this never happens to me again. And then he can talk shit. Over and over and over again because he's great on the mic. You can immediately switch him to being a guy who's proactive about it by by being that kind of a person. But for now, there's consent on having him, you know, get choke slammed through stages. Becky Lynch defeated Ruby Riot. I was not in love with this match for a few reasons. Oh. It, one, it did. It feels special to watch Becky Lynch wrestle. Yeah, it feels it different it really does on Raw. Now. Over the last year, we've seen a very physical style in women's matches on Raw. We've had Ronda Rousey throwing people around left and right. Yeah. The drop kick where Becky barely connects with the one foot and the clotheslines, there were not a lot put into it. I think she should tighten those up, and I know that she can. Yeah. She doesn't want to hurt anybody, but, I mean, my God, you are – the Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion, I would probably go away from that stuff that looks like, like it looks like you're tapping someone with your foot and they're bumping for you. Uh-huh. Bumping for you, not bumping because the move hurt. Yeah. Some of that offense that I see a little bit more often now, because quite frankly, Becky has not been wrestling a lot since. No, she hasn't. Since SummerSlam hasn't been wrestling a ton. Um, And when she's in there with Charlotte, She's not exactly doing a lot of single leg drop kicks. No. Or like little clotheslines with her wrist. I would like to see her tighten that up. And uh, she's going to have to make some additions to her arsenal because once you're on top, and I'm sure she knows it, that's yeah. it's harder to stay there and keep people interested. Uh, she beat Ruby Riot, and uh, Riot gained control of the match. The Heat wasn't there, hit a great senton bomb. Riot Squad saved Ruby from an arm bar, but they got body pressed, and the disarmor got the win. Afterwards, Becky beat up both of these girls and did like bust out a wrist clutch suplex, like some new things. That's good. I think she needs to do that and maybe move away from the lighter attacks. Yeah, I feel like um, so often um, when you become champ. You're now what? Instructed to, to coast, kind of yeah. like like the fact that you're that fact that you're champ. We don't. Gosh, um, it it almost feels like you're instructed. Don't put in too much effort because yeah. the champ is the champ and doesn't yeah. need to work to beat people like Ruby Riot. So just be in there, do your thing, get out. And that maybe also it's kind of like, okay, now that you're champ, we have, a, we have really important things that we have laid out in front of you. 
don't do stupid stuff, risky stuff, hard, snug stuff that might lead to you missing a few weeks because we can't afford that now that we've made you the champ champ. Uh, maybe those are the things she's been I, – I can't imagine this is like – Becky's like, well, I got my two belts now. Now I'm just going to laze off in the ring. I don't feel like that's that's Becky at all. I feel like it's kind of a thing that's coming from somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Becky was incredibly over on this show, but uh, yeah, I, I would – as far as in the ring, I, w- I would like to see some uh, just adjustments because, hey, she's over. Natalia then comes out to the ring after – a promo backstage, which we'll get to later. So like a minute had already passed. Yep. Then they go to a commercial for like three or four minutes. What do you think that Natalia and Becky Lynch were doing in the ring during that commercial? Um, uh, maybe like, I don't know. I uh, drew out a little thing in chalk and played some hopscotch. Discussing uh, better names for the War Raiders, probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously that was what everybody in the crowd was doing too. People, 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 were, people were in the crowd messaging me. It's like, is that their name? Like, because it's on the it's on the it's on the Titantron. Yeah. Is is that their name? And, and because they they could not believe it. I think they were probably in there talking about the Fightful Wrestling Weekly, which drops every True. Friday morning at six a.m. I drop about a thousand words of exclusive info, behind the scenes stuff, maybe something you missed from a recent interview, uh, or update other stories with exclusive info. You can get early access to that at FightfulSelect.com. I also cover it in the Fightful Report podcast, which I'm thinking about renaming the Fightful Hotline just because it's cool, Alex. I like that. Yeah, right? Take it back old school. Hey, I'm wearing a Nike Air sweatshirt right now. I got to go. Got to go. So Natalia congratulates Becky Lynch and says that she's coming for the title. Becky cuts a pretty good promo, I thought, saying that she knows overlooked talent was coming for her title because she was that overlooked talent. I like and that, that it would be a pleasure. I love that, Alex. That's great. It's great. She's like, I'm not, I won't forget where I came from. Like, I understand what everybody's feeling when, when they see me with these two belts. They're hungry for them. And I'm not going to hide from that. Like, that's great. Uh, I did think it was kind of weird that Natty gets to like just borrow her uncle's catchphrase. Like, I'm the best there is, the best there was. Are, you are? Okay, cool. I mean, I, I know you're a heart and everything, but I didn't know you were like, you were the heart. Uh, but fine, whatever. Lacey Evans then comes out and Becky calls her a dope. <laughs> Lacey says she'll be facing Natalia for a shot at Becky's title, calls Becky classless and says, uh, the lady can teach a man a few things. I thought Lacey's promo was really good and for her character. I mean, it's going to be her character, and it's not too. It's not like he's a garbage man, and he's going to make garbage references. She is just a different. She's from a different geographical area, and talks a different way. She's also she's also from a different decade. Yeah, I I guess you could say that. But I mean, man, I live forty five minutes away from Keeneland. I see. I literally see people dressed up like that. Every single week where I'm from. I guess that's true. She does have a lot of fancy hats. Um, yes. Uh, well, I'm, listen, I'm fine with it. It's just one of those things where I just hate some of these names that they're forced like to scream at us. The sassy Southern Belle is here. Look how sassy she is. Did you know she's from the South? It's just maddening. I um, hope that she and Alistair Black team in the mixed match challenge is sassy and moody. <laughs> That's what I need. Uh, Lacey got cracked with a big discus clothesline by Natalia, and they went to a commercial like 30 seconds into her debut of, match. Of course. Why wouldn't they? I'm like, huh? All right, then. Uh, I don't know that her slowing things down with resting Cobra clutches yeah, is yeah. going to get over, but I do like that she dropped a knee off of it. That was good. Yeah. Um, made her look real good when she fought out of that sharpshooter. And not yeah. just a sharpshooter, but when she got dragged into the middle, because I was like, whoa, are they going to have her lose right now when she got dragged right back into the middle? So her fighting to get back, I thought, went a long way in establishing her on this brand. Yeah, I mean, I think she's, she's definitely... Um... She's she's got she's got an interesting uh, different kind of look to, especially uh, Natalia's 
not short specifically, but definitely not as tall as like as a specific thing of like Lacey just feels like she's much larger than a lot of women that she's going to be up against. So it feels like that there's that there's that power that she can use. I think she has improved steadily since she debuted in NXT, and that's fine. I look forward to her improving even more, considering that she's up on the main roster and immediately being given a shot at, at the champ champ. The match uh, ends when Lacey got sent into the barricade, but back in the ring, the woman's right connects. Also, the old marrow salt, which is where you jump off the second rope, onto the top rope and turn around, and then hit a moonsault. But it hit like Kurt Angle doing a moonsault on Hardcore Holly. And Lacey's shins bounced off Natalia's ribs in about ah, a foot, foot and a half into the air. Yep. That was filthy, Alex. Yeah. Rest in peace, Natty's guts. Uh, that did not look good at all. I mean, in a shoot fight, yeah. Because you want to you want to cause internal bleeding, but in in this in this worked match, no, nah, that that did not look good at all. It looked like it, that was hurt a lot. Lacey gets the win. I, I'm all right with it. Um, there are times Lacey looks a little bit different or awkward in the ring, but awkward's not wrong. Yeah, it's just different. There are times Charlotte looks that way in the ring because of. Maybe it's because of her build. Maybe it's because of how tall she is. It yeah. just looks different, and there's nothing wrong with that. I used to be one of those people that was like, oh, my gosh, they slipped up here. They slipped up. It's going to happen. Yeah. Not everybody's going to sit up the, the same way. Not everybody's going to turn around the same way. It's not going to all look so polished. So, Alex, a- as I look at things, the 2018 Superstar Shakeup, there were 14 picks to Raw, but – among that, you also had Maria Canellas coming with Mike. You had Breezango, that's two. You had the Riot Squad, that's three. There were about 20 people yeah. that jumped to the uh, the Raw brand. Tonight, it was uh, there were still a lot. I mean, there were like, I think, 15, 16, maybe. Uh, but we don't know. I mean, we don't know what's happening with Ricochet. We don't know what's happening with Aleister Black. EC3 could be anywhere. Yeah. Lars Sullivan could be anywhere. So I look at that, and there's like, there's about 13 people. I think that's much more reasonable than like 20. If it ended up being 15, <laughs> I think that makes a lot more sense than 20 people switching brands. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, this is fine. I mean, I, I was thinking to myself, oh well, you got to you got to make good on your threat to break up tag teams, but I guess they already did technically by putting Eric Young on Raw. Um, yeah. yeah at, as of now, we have thirteen confirmed. That's not including Ricochet, Black, EC3, Lars Sullivan, who very well could be on SmackDown. They made it very clear tonight in saying, "Oh, it's not over until." Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, putting putting the Usos. Uh, on on the raw tag division as it is now, all of a sudden the raw tag division is better than the SmackDown tag division by moving one team over and bringing up uh, the War Raiders. Oh, excuse me, the Viking Experience. And SmackDown last year had seventeen people switch. I think when you switch thirty-seven people, that's almost counterproductive to what you're doing. Right. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. Is you you wind up getting the same matchups just on a different night. And I'm not necessarily, I'm, I'm always here for new fresh matchups. Uh, I I'm still waiting for, Hey, NXT is going to get a fresh jolt of energy from people who were not being used uh, a lot on the main roster can go down and do some stuff. Uh, it looks like at least for the, for, for the, for now that they're putting buddy Murphy in NXT back there doing, Doing some stuff with Velveteen Dream, uh, which I'm which I'm cool with. I, I'm 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 fine with moving back and forth. Uh, Prince Prince Pretty old uh, Tyler Breeze is advocating for a match versus Velveteen Dream, and there would just be far too much fabulousness in the ring if, if we got to see that. I'm looking forward to that one match. Backstage, the heel team of Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin cut a promo, making light of the shakeup and their future opponents. 
Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins tease Charlie Caruso that she have to wait and see who their teammate is. It's AJ Styles. One of those guys, literally nothing more they could do on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. Got evicted by Randy Orton. Yeah. So to speak. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. AJ welcomes himself to SmackDown or to uh, Raw, rather, with a big drop kick. I thought that Baron Corbin was very good tonight. He was full speed ahead. He was hanging with everybody. I love that ripcord slam that he does. Yeah. Wrap on Baron Corbin. Can't get interested in him as a character. Got some real cool moves, though. Yeah. <laughs> very he, cool moves. He's got some very cool moves. He's not terrible in the ring, except for the fact that he's, you know, does does his uh rest holds uh and yells a lot. And, uh, I'm okay with the rest holds. It's just it it grinds the match to a halt. Yeah, it really does. You can figure out ways really- of of utilizing them better, I think. Yeah. But I've never had problems with him with him in the ring. Uh, I think that he's improved so much since his early NXT days. It's amazing. You, you forget about this guy is, you know, it's, I know that's his rap. Like, you know, all you people who've, you know, you've been working in the bingo halls for 15 years before you got here. I got here by making a phone call. I mean, that's fine. But yeah, like it's amazing to watch to see what he, what he is considering he only started wrestling, you know, like four or five years ago, whatever it was. Um, it, but it is his, his character is dead. There's nothing you can do with this yeah. character. You can't. Rollins flips and flies everywhere. Styles gets in some good offense, but he's a to claymore. Drew also throws around reins. He, he looked pretty good tonight too. Uh, keep in mind, they had Drew on SmackDown last week and then just had him leave in the middle of the match. It was very odd. Lashley hits a version of the deposit on Styles. Uh-huh. Rollins curb stomps him while he's doing the pin. A lateral yep. press in. That was a real cool transition into that I, move, Alec. I, I like that a lot. I thought that was really cool. I hadn't seen it before. Um, yeah, the the Lashley, um, the, the deposit, uh, I thought it was interesting. It was kind of like... Uh, uh, AJ took it on his ribs. It was like it looked it looked really messy yeah. and, and good in a in a messy way. Spear, phenomenal form and a win. I like AJ to raw. It needed to happen. We we already kind of made our predictions last week on who was gonna go to SmackDown, and really tonight doesn't change almost any of those. Yeah, I mean I, I we're I, pretty great at this, Alex. We are pretty great at this. I, I'm I'm I am anticipating uh revival to to move from from raw to smackdown drew probably still to move from raw to smackdown just because i feel like he's he's perfectly primed to work uh, alongside jameson cesaro against the new day i think that's a that's a perfect yeah. way to to do to set up stuff over there um i think like we What's up with Sami Zayn? Because he could pop up on SmackDown. He really could. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see. I really am interested to see uh, how. Um, I don't know if you saw the stuff that happened after SmackDown, after 205 Live last week, uh, where he and Kevin Owens had a cool interaction um, in the ring with Babyface Kevin and and in heel Sammy and and yeah. Kevin saying, "You know what? Uh, I love you, man." But and then stunners him. I think that's really cool. I think there's a lot of fun stuff you could do with that if they went up on the same brand. So to recap, guys, The Miz, Andrade, Zelina, The Viking Experience, which is the former War Raiders, Rey Mysterio, The Usos, Naomi, Eric Young, Without Sanity, Cedric Alexander, Lacey Evans, AJ Styles, on Raw. Uh, At least we were led to believe Lacey Lacey Evans is on Raw as she beat a Raw superstar for a shot at the title. Now, uh, she had been undetermined before. Also, Lars Sullivan, EC3, Aleister Black, and Ricochet all appeared on Raw, but it was made very clear that it wasn't clear at the top of the show. It It was made clear that this doesn't mean anything. Which is which is which I which I love that they actually get to say out loud about things that happen on Raw because so often it's true that this what you're watching doesn't mean anything. Guys, remember uh, check out FightfulSelect.com. That is the most direct way to support us. Uh, I will be doing the Fightful Report podcast this week. Warren Hayes is the 205 Live NXT UK review. Uh, Stephen Jensen has the Weekender, which is a lot of non WWE stuff. 
But we got stuff all the time. I think I might even review the Shield last final chapter for at least a week uh, over there as well. Going to do a lot of cool stuff. We're just going to keep adding. Thank you guys so much. Leave a thumbs up. Subscribe to us. Tap that bell for notifications. And something I wanted to show off, Alex. Look at this. Jimmy Van had this made. The Fightful Championship and crowned it. Or just gave it to Melissa. Yeah. It was such a Bischoff to Triple H moment. <laughs> it really was. It's just uh, just crowning his chosen champ. It's uh, so it's such a Vince move. And Jimmy is saying, oh, well, once we get to 500 subscribers, you can have a rematch. We're like 230-something. He's expecting me to double this. Yeah, of course he is. But look at the side plates. Ooh. The list in your boy, which now airs at 6 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays. The Fightful Wrestling, the Fightful Boxing, and, of course, Fightful MMA. Uh, I kind of like it, and you know what? I think Melissa needs to be ready to defend it in all of those, and maybe even thumb wrestling. Well, there should should be hardcore rules for this thing. You should be able to fly fly up to Toronto tomorrow and pin her as she's walking her way into into the conference room. I like the way you do business. Thank you, guys. Until next time. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.